Welcome to Find Your Purpose Podcast. It doesn't matter what you've been through or even what you're going through now. There is a good purpose for your life. And the good news is it's discoverable. And when you find it and you begin to live it, you will achieve real, authentic success. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Jenny, we need to talk about something that's kind of hard to talk about. And that is the problem with pain and suffering. I mean, all kinds of pain. So not just physical pain, but emotional pain, financial pain. You know, you don't have to go very far in the world to find somebody who's really struggling. And uh, I might even say suffering. And so... There's so much to talk about. There's no possible way we can get to it all today. But I want to hear from you, I think, just kind of off the top of your head. You don't know that I'm going to what I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to ask you as a certified life coach, as a Christian woman, as a friend, as a mother. If someone you care about is suffering. What do you say? Well, I I guess I first would say if it's someone in my life, I'm going to tell them I love them. And I'm going to tell them that recognizing where they are in an honest, in an honest manner is really important. You know, I think it's very important to have you and I talk a lot about good relationships. So if somebody I know is suffering, I want to tell them it's okay because suffering is part of our existence as humans, whether we are Christians or not Christians. And I know that everybody knows that. I mean, whether it's the flat tire on a way to a meeting, you know, or you stub your toe on your bed frame in the morning, those are, you know, things that are just irritants, but suffering can be a lot of things. And like you said, Rhonda, you know, you and I, our heart is to really, to, ask God to lead people, ask God to help us lead and guide people to their place of purpose. But in the middle of it, we know we personally may be suffering or someone who is part of our community is suffering and it is part of just human life. And I think, so if I was walking with someone, it's okay to admit that you're suffering it's okay to be in that process for a little while because in these future podcasts, we're going to be talking about all the things we learn from suffering and we want to really encourage people. Um, But we don't want to stay in the suffering. So we have to understand that it is first a process and, and we have to be able to keep walking. And sometimes we don't like the ending of it. You know, we might know someone who is dealing with, terminal cancer or situations that are very extreme. And we might be suffering as we watch it. You know, we might be experiencing it ourselves. And I'm not here to say I understand how everybody feels about suffering. But I think we first need to recognize it's okay to just release the fact to somebody that you love. I'm suffering. I'm hurting here. You know, and I and I want to be able to walk through this process and figure out how to get through it. Because it's just part of life. You know, so as it relates to purpose, there may be some things that you suffer through too. But suffering as a broad term 
is just part of everybody's life because we've all experienced there's not one human walking around, you know, that has not experienced it. Or that won't or that at some won't. point in their life. And but you know what? I I'm hearing what you're saying and I wrote down, you know, these four things. Um that I think are so rich. If somebody in your life is suffering, let them know how you feel about them. Tell them you love them. Tell them you care about them. Uh, to recognize where they are. And I want to stop right there because I was thinking about, I mean, there was a time in my life, well, what am I saying? It's really been my whole entire life because you know, I came from abandonment and abuse and all that stuff. So, I mean, even as a little girl, I was thinking, why am I born? Why was I born? What am I here for? Nobody wants me. Nobody loves me. I won't ever be loved. All that kind of thing. And so I started life thinking that life was suffering. It was all suffering. I really didn't know there was joy. And as I, as I, progressed through life and I learned more and then I I was introduced to Jesus and I you know then I became baptized and I became a Christian all through all of that I've always questioned the suffering and I think I've conflated in my mind and I'm saying this not just because it's just me I think there's a lot of Christians that conflate in their minds if I become a Christian Bad things won't happen to me ever again. And and then they're just shocked. I was. Then I was just shocked when things didn't go as I thought they would or hoped they would. Right? So then we're suffering. You get fired and it was unfair. You get in a car accident and you have to learn to walk again. Whatever it is. I mean, it can be the cancer diagnosis like you mentioned, where it's like, wait, I'm, wait uh, I'm praying. What do you mean? What do you mean she died? I was praying for a miracle. And so there are a lot of people who try to figure out why, Jenny. I, that's, that's been me. You know, all the way back to why was I born? Why did this happen? I prayed for this healing, but it didn't come. And, and so then we find ourselves not only suffering, but now we're struggling. And some people, I think, even struggle with a crisis of faith because uh, <laughs> they recognize where they are, as you said, you know, on your list of things. Uh, and it's uh, the next one was, it's okay to suffer. I think a lot of people get caught up in their brain like, well, did I commit a sin? And God allowed this? Um, is God this mean, punishing, like old, mean, grouchy man that's mad because of, you know, something I did? And so now he he did this to me. He punished me. Um, I mean, I could go on and on with the kinds of things that roll through your mind about, wait, where did this come from? And it all goes back to this inaccurate idea that there's no suffering if you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, I mean, you may suffer more because you're a Christian. 
Oh, that's the reality. I mean, we could get into that and, and we don't have time to do that today. But, you know, so you, you bring up a really good thing. You know, if I become a Christian or because I'm a Christian, I'm not going to suffer. I mean, that's, you know, when we look at the scripture, I mean, Christ suffered continually in his ministry. And of course, the ultimate suffering on the cross for us. But the thing is, is what I'm learning as a believer, as a follower of Christ, and I've been learning it for years, I've experienced lots of different kinds of suffering through my life. Maybe it wasn't abandonment or abuse in the same story as as yours, because we all have a different story. But what we need to really embrace is that when we do suffer, when you are a Christian or a Christ follower, you're walking through the suffering with God. He walks with you. He sees you. He hears you. He knows you. And he will bring you through it, whether it's this side of heaven or not. You know, and and it's something that we want to do. Like you said, we want to figure it all out. And I'm here to say we won't. We will not figure it all out. And sometimes, you know, Rhonda, one of the things that we talk about in our Your Real Success program is mining the lessons. We need to mine the lessons from suffering, too. Because I can truly say that some of the suffering that I've endured has made me much stronger. And I think many of our listeners would feel the same way. So I'm not suggesting that we embrace it as part of, you know, we we have to embrace it as it's going to be part of our life from the toe stubbing to losing a job. Okay. But what we need to do is move through the suffering. And so as we go forward in this series that we're going to be doing, Rhonda, we want to help people move through the suffering and the feelings attached to it. Ooh, that's so good, Jenny, because you're right. That's the bottom line. I mean, I look at adversities that whether, whether God allowed it, I screwed up and caused it, whatever. Now you're there. I look at it like an opportunity to learn and grow and watch God answer my prayers and overcome. So I I mean, I could get kind of cheesy and say, you know, for me in my head, I, I think adversity can be my advantage if I don't to use your, your life coach um, language, if I don't set up camp and start the campfire and get all comfortable and stay in the adversity, if I say, okay, I'm going to keep moving through, as you said, I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm moving through this thing with God. I'm praying through it. I actually can use most adversities, probably not the toe stubbing, probably not that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it can but feel a, like it really hurts. Right? It can. But but think about like, okay, if I'm fired from a job or I, I don't, you know, I don't get the big break that I was that I was hoping for, whatever it is, instead of getting stuck there and going, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to have what I want. I'm never going to reach this goal. I might as well give up. Oh, I need to change the goal or, oh, I need to lower the bar. Instead of that, continuing to move forward and say, 
God, what are you, what are you trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? What character trait are you trying to uh, build in me? My patience, my determination, my persistence. What are we doing here? You know, let me know so I can lean into it and cooperate and collaborate and not fight you on it. And then what happens is the adversity, many of them, not I guess not all of them, but I'm thinking about the, the situation of you get fired or you don't get the big break. Okay, you step on that adversity and it lifts you up like you're, like you're stepping up over something. And now you're on a higher plane instead of making a camp and staying there in the, I mean, at some point it, for me, if I stay there, it inevitably turns into self-pity and that's not helpful. So I love what you said. I know we're going to talk a lot about this uh, because there, we could, we could talk from today until the day Jesus comes back about all of the aspects from it because you know, we could, there are some people who get caught in a cycle of trying to figure it out. And some things we're never going to figure out. Why are babies born with birth defects? Why did a otherwise perfectly healthy person get cancer and die? Uh, why did this car accident happen that put somebody into a wheelchair and now they're quadriplegic for the rest of their life. Why, 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 why? When we ask why questions, all we get is frustration. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the thing is what I really hope in our series is that people will learn that is to move through it. And it's really valuable, Rhonda. I mean, we have a lot to share and we have many people around us who are suffering and have suffered amazingly. So we want to help you. We want to coach your, you know, you through some of the, the ways to move through suffering. And there really can be some benefits of it, to be honest. And I hope that we can share that with our, with our listeners. Yes, there absolutely can be benefits of it. God says in Romans eight twenty eight. you know, you've heard me quoted a million times because I love that verse that God will work all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And the Rhonda paraphrased version is respond to his call and he will put, just drop everything into place. It'll all work together. So if nothing terrible ever happens, uh, which is a fantasy, that's not life then we're really then we really don't ever have an opportunity to trust God and see what he will do so yeah. subscribe share this with a friend come back we want to hear from you too give us your comments let us know what your questions are about suffering what your issues are and we'll do our best to take it on. We pray, we ask for the Holy Spirit to give us the right words and the right order. So hopefully we never lead anybody, you know, off the trail. Uh, but, but these are some conversations that can really help people not to get stuck where 
there's no possible way. When we get stuck, there's no possible way to truly fulfill God's good purpose for our lives. It's in the moving through that, that we achieve his purpose. So we'll see you next week. Are you living the life you want to live? Do you feel excited to get up and do your thing every single day? If you're not living that way, if you don't feel eager to, to jump in and lean into what you're doing every single day, then chances are you're not living your purpose. We want to help you find your purpose. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we publish blog articles, and that's why we lead retreats. I want to invite you to the Find Your Purpose retreat that's coming up. Go to rhonda.org forward slash events and check it out and sign up. Do this for you. Start living your passion and you'll find yourself living your purpose. Do you know what the most powerful force in the universe is? It's love. It's real, authentic, genuine love that is not conditioned on performance or anything else. I wrote about real love and how to change the world with love in my book called Love is Action. I want you to have a copy of it. It is literally life-changing. Go to my website today, rhonda.org, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, and get your copy today. Hey, thanks for joining us today at the Find Your Purpose podcast. We hope you'll subscribe and share this with a friend and consider joining our community of people who are seeking and living their purpose and achieving real success. And most of all, we want to hear about your purpose and your real success. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G and subscribe and just tell us about your success. We really want to hear from you.